Will the Fed increasing interest rates cause a 2022 market crash? Should you go to cash, sell everything, and head for the hills? Well, inside this video, I'm giving you undeniable evidence on the correlation between the rising interest rate and a stock market recession to help you prepare for the major major opportunity in the next 12 to 24 months. Let's get into it. So subscribe, like the video on Market Moves, Options Trader, putting out content every single week. And if you want to trade with me seven days for free, hit that dang link below. But here's the three things we're looking at today. Number one, we're looking at the index funds and just seeing how they react to two certain things. The other thing we're going to be looking at is inflation because right now this story is inflation. Inflation is on the rise because of all the money being printed in the economy and that's causing the Fed to react quickly now and raise interest rates. So inflation, we're looking at the past to see what happened with rising inflation and rising interest rates to the market. You know, what made the market crash at this certain periods of time? The next thing we're looking at is the Fed funds rate. This is the Federal Reserve's rate and where they move it every single year. As you can see, there was a massive increase here. There was some increases in the past, and this has led to these gray sections, which were the market crashes. So market crash was 2001, 2008, 2020, and we had some in the past that you probably weren't aware of or weren't alive for to even experience. So we're going to go back to that data and see the correlation between those three things, the interest rates, inflation, and the index fund. So let's get into it. Number one, 2020 crash. What cost it? During that time, from 2015, we had the interest rate at 0.15%. The Federal Reserve was increasing the interest rate slowly over time to 2.4% up to 2019. That's when they stopped. Once 2019 happened, boom, we had a 2020 crash. So, during that time, inflation was 0 to 2%, so it's not really the same as it is today. This isn't a 100% correlated case, but let's look at the graph. As you can see, slowly increasing the interest rate. What happened to the market? That's what we really care about because right now, the interest rate is on a heavy rise, and we want to know if it's going to sink the stock market while it's happening. During this whole time, 2015 to 2019, we had an insane run in the stock market with an insane increase in the interest rate. Let me show you. So 2015, 2016, completely flat. We had a lot of volatility. It was kind of sideways. And then the interest rate went up right here on this exact candle. You can see the stock market digested it for a couple months and then six months later made an all-time high and did not stop making all-time highs until COVID top. As you can see, during this run-up, we were increasing the interest rate shown right here on the 10-year bond and the market was making more and more highs. So when they stopped increasing the interest rate, when it started dropping, this showed us there was some weakness. And then we saw a massive sell-off of around 40% for COVID. So 40% crash in a matter of a couple months. And this is when they stopped increasing the rate. And sometimes they start dropping it right before economic uncertainties like this. So that's one case study. We're going to go through a couple more. At the end of the video, I will wrap it up and tell you how we can take advantage of this massive opportunity in front of us. Because I do believe this will be the cheapest time you can ever buy stocks in the next 10 to 15 years 
if we take advantage of it properly. So text this number. If you want my Monday morning trading list, every Monday I'm sending out what I'm trading inside my group to you for free. Here's the next thing. Case number two. The This is actually 2008 crash, so scratch that. But the interest rate was on a steady rise for two single years, 2004 to 2006, from 1% to 5.25%. Heavy rise. That's a 4% increase compared to 2020, which was only a 2% increase. So it's double the increase. Did it sink the stock market? During that time, inflation was on a heavy rip from 2 to 6%. So that's still not where the Fed wanted it. So that's why they were increasing it so aggressively. This caused a 53% crash in the future. So here you can see steady, steady increase. The sharpest increase we've seen in the past 10 to 15 years for the interest rate, consistently month after month. During that time, what happened to the stock market? As you can see, sideways, uncertainty, and we did not have any all-time highs until over here, 2007. So this is the Dow Jones. If you look at the triple Qs, if you look at the SPY, um, they made all-time highs a lot earlier. But you can see we raised interest rates here slowly and we were making highs pretty much every couple of months. We did not drop. There was no crazy recession or just market crash because of interest rates going up until the housing crash over here. And that's when we stopped raising interest rates. We were not raising them at this time. We, I'll tell you why in a second, but it's just amazing how much this happens every single time. Get the books, get the courses, marketmovesmat.com for free to help you on your journey as a trader. Options course, our 29 best setups ever, period, on our site, marketmovesmat.com. Case number 3.1, case number 3.2. This is 2000, the 2000 crash, a steady rise of interest rates from 3 to 6% for one in a little bit more of a year. Inflation was around 4 to 5%, so very similar. Crash in 2001 of 35%. Another heavy rise of interest rates during this 10-year period from 1999 to around 2000 mid. So 18 months, we raised it about 2%. It wasn't that aggressive. Let's look at the chart though. As you can see, one interest rate rise and another, and then a true crash. So here, this is what happened in the economy and the stock market. Here's the interest rate rise number one. As you can see, the market didn't crash, didn't make a new low. Instead, it made more highs, more highs, more highs as the interest rate was on a steady climb. Another one here. We started raising rates at the start of the box. We stopped raising rates at the end of the box. During that time, no new lows were put in. We actually put in new highs on the market consistently, consistently, consistently until we trade sideways and then dot-com crash for 35% down. But we had two steady rate increase environments and the market digested them very well, did not pull back an insane amount. So this is a large period of time that was straight up pretty much for the market. The last case Number four, and then we'll go over what this means, is 1977 to 1980. This is the craziest time in history, period. The oil boom, inflation was insane, 3 to 14%. And the interest rate, sorry, that was inflation. Interest rate went from 4 to 17%. So it had to go up 13% 
to combat inflation because inflation was so high. So it's the only way we reduce inflation is by increasing that interest rate. And they had to increase it insane amounts during this time. And I can show you on this graph because it's it's something we'll probably never see again. But you can see here, 1977 to 1980, three to five or three to 17 and a half percent. And then two crazy market drops during that time. But we had to do it. We had to increase rates because of inflation. And that's how aggressively sometimes you have to raise rates to even beat the inflation. So you can see again, there's the graph, rising interest rate, and inflation was rising just as much. You would think this would cause the biggest crash, the scariest market drop in history, and you would be wrong. Because again, you can see here, the rate increase dropped the market for maybe six months, but we kept increasing the rates for multiple years. This was a three to four year process, but you can see when we stopped increasing the rate here, only a, a year, 18 months later, the market went on an absolute tear from 1,000 to 2,600, 160% increase in an index fund in about six years. So what does this all mean? How can you benefit from it? That's the question we're going to answer right now because maybe you don't see the correlation, but it's pretty obvious and I'm pretty excited because of it. Number one, if you go to the past, what you do see is an interest rate increasing is typically in a healthy economy. The only reason the Fed is increasing the interest rate is because we can handle it. If we couldn't handle it, they wouldn't do it because if they increase the rate in a bad economy, it will cause us to go in a very bad recession because we're already in a bad place. So they're basically just stabbing us, twisting that knife in there and making us suffer more. We can handle it. Everyone's got a lot of money. They're just saying the jobs right now, there's too many open jobs. And that means there's too many people employed, too many job openings. So the economy can handle some unemployment. They can handle people getting fired because there's other jobs open. So when they start increasing the rate, that's what's going to happen. We're just going to shift people out of certain jobs into other jobs. And this is going to create um, just basically consolidation. So if you look at the chart, healthy economies have interest rates, which means the market goes up even with a rising interest rate. So why are people nervous? That's the other thing. Why do interest rate increases lead to, they don't cause, but why are they the precursor to the recession? Let's talk about that. So here, as you can see, rising interest rate, rising interest rate, rising market, and then boom, out of nowhere, the next housing crash or the next dot-com bubble. Why does the interest rate increase before that? Because you can see in these charts here that the interest rate was increasing right up to all the craziest market sell-offs. So huge increase here, crazy sell-off. 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 So the reason that happens is because we're so healthy as an economy the Fed is just trying to start tightening, tighten, 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 so they can have ammo. The only reason they're raising interest rates is to really make sure we don't have crazy inflation and so they can prepare for the next crazy market sell-off and give us some protection, give us some fuel to get through it. Right now, we have no fuel because 
from 2010 to basically today, interest rates are at zero. So if the market goes another COVID hit or anything goes wrong in the economy, if we're at zero, we can't go lower. So which means we can't fuel more money into the economy. And so when we raise rates, we're taking money out of the economy, basically, but we can handle it. And in the future, this is the, this is the, the best thing that happens. Let me show you to, to 1980. So 1980, you would say a 17% interest rate is terrible. And that is a place I would rather have my money. I don't want it in the stock market. Stock market too risky. So everybody should be putting in a bonds, you would think. 17% interest rate, why not? That'd be something safer, something more guaranteed. 17% every year would seem like a no-brainer. Here's the thing, though. When the interest rate is high... One, it provides fuel to inject into our economy, help us out if we need to lower them. What happens when we lower extremely high rates is an extreme velocity of money into the economy. So 1977 and 1980, once we dropped those 17% rates, the market went up 150%. Boom, it did not pull back an insane amount. It was straight up, very vertical because the money influx into the the stock market was so fast and there was so much of it. So what I'm saying right now is basically, number one, rising interest rates are only really done in a healthy environment. Number two, when they rise, they can be cut again. And when they get cut, they fuel bad economies. So we need to have a rise in a healthy economy of an interest rate to really help us out in the future. And then lastly, number three, the market can go up with a rising interest rate. So with that being said, all these discounts we're seeing, all these growth stocks that are at insane 70% drops, 80% drops, these might be the best opportunities we're going to see in the next 5 to 15 years. The stock market in general still might be the best discount we're going to see in the next 5 to 15 years. I've looked at the charts for the past 100 years in the stock market and it's gone straight up. So as long as you're patient, as long as you have a long enough time horizon, stock market is better when it's down because you have more time to get in, you have more time to plan what you want, and more time to hold. So that's the idea. And if we keep rising interest rates, we'll give us more fuel for the next recession. And when we get the discounts in the next recession, we buy those up, they, they drop the rates, and then boom, the market can go up very quickly from there. So that's all I got. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that. If you want seven days for free inside my trading group, hit that link below. What I'm going to do is link a video on spreads, how to trade them, how to use them, and my favorite ones, and the one to the right of me. I'll see you guys in the next one. Have a great day. Peace.